Our podcast is totally funded by you, the audience. If you'd like to help us with the podcast, just go to our Patreon page and subscribe. Patreon.com forward slash pretender to contender. You'll get all the episodes in video format, HD video format, and you'll also get a lot more stuff when you subscribe. Go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash pretender to contender. All right, here we go. Welcome. <laughs> Joe, do you want to do it? Sure. I guess I should do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. If you only knew behind the scenes of this episode, this episode is going to be a beaut, as they say, in the podcasting world. Uh, back again, all three of us. I don't I don't I guess I'll see Frankie when she talks. Hey, Frankie, how are you today? Hey, there I'm, you I'm are. okay. How are you? Can you see me? I'm I'm good. Yeah, you got the same 70s background. New hairdo. I like it. <laughs> is that a uh, Andrew? Is that a common hairdo for Frankie right there? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it looks. And by normal. the way, uh, and by the way, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, Francesca is uh, on the show. She's a comedian uh, living in Brooklyn. And we have uh, Andrew Steiner, who's a comedian. He's uh, he's somewhere in like uh, Little Italy, mm-hmm. Mulberry Street. And uh, I guess this is uh, week week two. Is this week two of all three of us together? Oh, yeah. Well, great. Great. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it almost feels like cause we talked about stuff, right, guys, last week where you go, well, should we should you do some sort of catch up of like what we talked about and what happened, you know what I mean? Or do we start completely fresh? I mean, if you're doing a podcast that's following what we're talking about, I've had people say this in the past. They go, you ask us and you tell us about something. And then the next episode, you don't talk about what happened from the podcast. Well, and Joe, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I can remember what we talked about. I do. You Me do? Too. What do we? Yeah, well, you had Frankie's apartment with the water and the leakage, and how her her landlord was like kind of being annoying. And then uh, I had the stuff about uh, God. It's funny that I don't remember Frankie. What was vacation? Vacation drama. Cape Cod. Cape Cod vacation dilemmas. Yeah. Uh oh, it's not recording on my end anymore. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Why this is, is great. Keep this in. This is great. And then Andrew is Andrew is talking this about in. It's not doing recorded. weird shit on stage, which you can definitely follow up Error, on. Why trying to Danny synchronize some audio and stage? MIDI? What does that mean? It's all right, yeah. Joe. Don't don't worry about it. We're gonna have the Zoom audio. Are you? Yeah, we'll have we're recording audio here. Yeah, but that's like it's fine. Like, oh my god. It's well, fine. yeah. We'll back it up, but I got to, oh man, it's really annoying. Let's just move on. Let's move on. We, we can't fucking deal, talk about that shit anymore. Move uh, on to the past. Yeah. Move on to the past, Joe. Uh, I took your advice. I've been trying to take your advice about committing to the weird and like making my whole set one tone, one vibe. How's that going? Uh, it's hard. Honestly, it's like I haven't been on stage as much as I normally do because I'm in my head a little bit. 
thinking about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happened. It's, that's a good sign. That's kind of like uh, I always compare golf because if you've ever taken a golf lesson or you're you're to take a surfing lesson. Yeah. Have you, you noticed that you were a little way worse the lesson and then you try to apply everything they show you? Yeah, true. Yeah, there is a delay in what I'm saying. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying not to tell you because I don't want you to get angry. I know, me delay. too. <laughs> it's my computer right now. How can there possibly be a delay though? It makes no sense. Yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in better Wi-Fi then. Okay, that makes sense. If you're telling me that, um, yeah, downstairs. Tell me if it gets better when I get closer. I think it already is better. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've just been trying to make things a little more surreal, you know, from the get go. And I did a mic today, and it was a little rough up top and the middle. But at by the end, I felt like I was doing what I wanted to do. And that felt good. Well, you know what's weird about comedy? Mm -hmm. And for people listening that aren't comedians, a mic means he did an open mic. And an open mic isn't even like when I started comedy and did open mics. At least you'd have like 10 or 15 people in the audience. You guys do open mics in today's comedy world in front of other comedians. Is that what it was? Yeah. Now, I've often felt this. And I don't know if you would agree or if... Frankie would agree. Sometimes open mics can make you worse mm. because you, you you don't learn the skill of like killing. You learn the skill of like, like, and when I mean killing, like knowing how to make like a regular group of people, that's a mixture of what an audience would be at a comedy club. When you do an open mic and it's other comedians, you almost have to go really really to get anybody's attention because no one's paying attention nobody's supporting the others really they are a little bit but Mm -hmm. like i can remember and this is kind of to slam judah freelander because i and i love judah freelander he's a hilarious comedian but he used to when we were coming up he used to do so many open mics that he had an open mic style Mm -hmm. so he wouldn't he wouldn't really do well at the at the comedy club because he was so used to doing two in the morning in front of three people. And then once he started to get a little, he got in some movies and he got on TV shows, he started to get the better spots and he got so much funnier so fast. Once he started to like, not be doing the open mic. So like, sometimes I almost feel like if you go do open mics, like four nights a week, it could slowly be making you a worse comedian instead of better. But there's also like, At a certain point, there's no other way to get practice, you know, unless you're getting credits, unless you're spending that time getting on TV, which I try, I kind of am, but you still got to like do what you can do. And that's what I can do at this point. Well, I'm saying don't do four or five in a week, do one or two and just never go to the like five days in a row doing open mics every night because it would be like. Once again, connecting the sports. If you were playing tennis with someone that really sucked six days in a row, and then day seven, you got to play someone who really plays, you're going to play way worse. You know, you're just not going to, it, it, it could be a bad thing for the, the rhythm of doing comedy. 
That's just yeah. my my take. I wouldn't do a lot of them. I would try to do like two. Yeah, but I feel like right now it's a good thing because I'm trying something so completely new. You know, it's nice there, to what's one that, what's the thing that you tried that went well at the uh, last mic at the uh, mic today? I was just like telling a story that you know, like I kind of do with Joe, where I tell a story or say something that's not really true, like you were saying, but sell it, you know, and don't don't crack up. Don't laugh. Yeah, don't crack up. Really fuck. Make it, did it did it make <laughs> like what did you do? What was the joke? Uh, uh, I was just saying, like I I read on Reddit today that there was a fire in Turkey, uh, in a clothing factory, and this woman she uh, saved seventeen people. Uh, well, she was ha- having sex, um, technically, because her boyfriend was using one of those like remote control vibrators in the cafe around the corner. She smelled smoke and she ran in it. And, like, to her credit, she didn't come until everyone was saved. And, <laughs> and she came, and then she came all over the news reporter. Um, and, and then you know, and then the boyfriend felt bad that he was like having sex, like he was doing that to her while she was saving these people. So he liked to like make up for it. He bought all the people who were saved vibrators. <laughs> so how did it work? Just about about as badly as it did here, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> but it, in a good way, and it, it felt right. It felt like the tension was there, and it felt. Uh, like playful and fun for me. That's what sucks. That's what sucks about doing. I hate that about comedy. It's like, I wish you got two open mics and then one regular show in front of a hundred people every week. So you mm-hmm. could go, all right, let's see if that same kind of joke works. Well, I have you a know? show tomorrow at Broadway comedy club. So yeah, we'll see. All right, so it sounds like you're you're on. It's it's a slow process. You're on to something. That's the uh, that that's the, the figure out. You know, to move forward on last week's episode. I mean, for for me, all uh, we're we're still looking for the Cape Cod house. It's still no. I swear <laughs> no. to God, I thought we had you guys one. Just we camp. Did. Can you camp on the beach? I would love to camp. We, my friends. What if you bring a tent one. and they all stay in the house and you just stay on the beach in a tent? You know, Frankie, that's a good idea, Frankie. My, 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 my friend, my friend Pete Dominic, him and his wife and kids, because there's a lot of campgrounds in Cape Cod, and you can just pick one. You know, you got to pay a little bit of money to use it for the night because they have, yeah. you know, bet. And I guess you get a, I guess you get like a little cabin or something. And you know, I mean, if it's a really hot, humid night, which it usually isn't, you'll be all right. Get and the then, sea breeze. You get the sea breeze. Well, I'm sure the campgrounds aren't right on the ocean. I remember in San Diego, they were on the ocean. I was like, wow, what a great spot to camp. You're at the water. Mm-hmm. That's sick. And and so what's going on with your landlord? Anything new? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so um, the cleaning of the mold got delayed to Saturday and they finally came. And while they were cleaning the floor... They found out that there was mold in the wall. So they took off uh, parts of two different walls. Mm-hmm. So now I'm missing walls as well as floor. Um, and so nobody's, people are supposed to come back today. And no one's coming till tomorrow. And now there's like two other steps because there and, has to be like an 
Andrew, what do you have to say about my armless landlord? No, no, no. I just did they <laughs> didn't they find a Guna in your in your wall? Found there was there was a message there from a the dead tenant that lived there before me. Yeah, a Guna. That's what they call a Guna in, in West Indian culture. Oh, a dead tenant? No, a, a message from a person who's dead that you haven't oh. seen yet. I think it would have been great if they opened the wall and it just said Chantix. Chantix? Right yeah. What is Chantix again? I remember you had a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't the, remember Chantix? It's the fucking... Who's that guy? Ray... Uh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. They, the like commercial the smoking for, thing? Yeah, it makes you stop smoking Chantix. <laughs> Chantix. <laughs> There's Chantix back. Speaking I of, I, we want to leave. We want to leave something behind the wall before they close it up, though. What? Uh, we're gonna leave a picture of my Nona. You, you should. <laughs> you should put all three of your cult shirts just nailed to the inside of the wall. Yeah, we were thinking of uh, putting one of our creepy Polaroids back there with a message about like like warning them to it's go no further. It's kind of funny to find a picture, find a picture or like a newspaper clipping and like age it, like light it on fire on the edges a little bit. Soak it in cop, look- put some tea bags on it. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll think like, oh my God, like this, this place is like from the 1700s, <laughs> like put like a picture. of. <laughs> I mean, if this wallpaper doesn't worry them to begin with yeah. going into the walls is going to get them. S- speaking of quitting smoking. Uh, I just replaced my vape addiction with a new addiction and I feel like I'm going, I feel fucked up. Like similarly, if I smoke too much vape, I just got a VR headset. (laughs) Oh yeah. You told me about this, that what you just got it. Yeah. 400 bucks. And you've been in, did you do the the virtual reality open mic? I'm going to do that right after this. Oh, that would have been great to report on the podcast next week. Next week, we'll have mm, something. Keep them wanting more. Did, but, did you have? Did you have to make a computer version of yourself? Yeah, I made an avatar. I have green hair, and I'm wearing a beanie because there was no one who has this haircut. Uh, so <laughs> the closest thing Where's to this your is, representation. Yeah, the closest thing to this is a mohawk, but that didn't feel right. And so. how, do you, will you know how many people are going to be in the room? When you do it, I think I'll see them, but I want to tell you what I've done so far. First of all, I did this boxing game, such a good workout. I'm sore all over right now. I did like 10 rounds. I was sweating out of breath. It it was amazing. Um, And what did you just throw your arms? Like you're really boxing. Yeah. You punch, you put your guard up, you know, you can move around too. You could duck, you can hold the guy. Um, I think. I, somebody told me, like, don't isn't there some sort of out of bounds you need, or you because you could like hurt yourself in your own apartment because you could walk into shit. Yeah, I've definitely just... almost punched. I've definitely punched my mirror a few times, and I'm like scared. <laughs> I'm gonna shatter it. Uh, but you, you do. You create this boundary. You draw a boundary on your floor in virtual reality, and it memorizes it. And then if you step through it, it like shows like you're going through the matrix in the wall. And then if you go all the way through it, then you get in like weird goggle gray camera vision of your apartment. Oh my God. And you told me you really haven't tried the porn yet. I haven't tried the porn. Uh, I might try it after the open mic. Uh, but, but I've done a few other things. I did uh, a VR drawing thing and, and in more, it feels more like you're sculpting. 
Because you can make these massive, like abstract sculptures. Joe's in his PJs. Sculpting. <laughs> this is uh guys, watch the Patreon. You gotta see Joe in his PJs put a fucking uh pillowcase on the pillow. I know that was so that was like intuitive. The way he saw the pillowcase was slightly off the pillow and he he corrected it. <laughs> this is the real Patreon tease, man. You get to see Joe's. <laughs> Stay bed. on track, guys. Stay on track. Stay on track. You never know people, my people will pay my a lot of money for that. Gonna, my AirPods only have so much battery life. Jonely fans. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then there was this game where you're you play what just happened. I can hear you, but they ran out of battery. <laughs> they ran out of battery. It's fine. It's fine. You. Just use your phone. Just use the phone, Mike. I it's can't fun. hear you though. You can't hear me. Just put it louder. It's on full volume. <laughs> Take your earphones out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, now I got. You can hear me. Yeah, this is hilarious. There's a picture of Francesca on the on I know. The screen. I told Andrew. I told you there was a picture of. It's me. fine. Whatever. I'll deal with it later. That's uh, <laughs> hilarious. That's like my. That's like my. Because I I have the my accounts through my work. And so it like automatic, and I had it to record Boring. and join, <laughs> and join with my face. Okay, I was about to tell you about this amazing game, and uh, we don't we don't need to hear the intricacies of Zoom technical difficulties. Yeah, I'm Francesca. Is also, if you guys join the Patreon, you can see the daggers Francesca is staring at me. Right now, because <laughs> I just told her she was saying really boring stuff, and I stand by it. <laughs> but yeah, you better you better get in the VR porn. <laughs> Not like I'm getting any pussy anyway, because you're stuck in your mold palace. <laughs> with and I'm one leg now too. I have with, an injury with one leg. My one-legged mold queen. Um. Anyway. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly, Joe. Yeah. All right. My uh, uh w- one of my uh <laughs> friends heard mm-hmm. our podcast last week and made fun of me because you guys, I guess, mentioned something about going to sex clubs and like he goes and you changed the subject to talk about like searching for uh, a a <laughs> house at the at Cape Cod. He's like, I wanted to hear about the sex club and then you changed the subject so <laughs> feel free at any point of this podcast episode just for that one guy no we'll tease know. it we'll do it eventually but not today we yeah. don't we, we we demand much more loyalty for that type of request yeah we, you know what we should do we should um we'll, we should put hidden body cameras on you guys when you go to a sex club and then that'll be the people in Patreon will get to see that. Actually, it's funny we're talking about that. I literally just before the we started podcasting, I sent them because they sent out a newsletter saying they want like creative collaborators, and I was like, "Hey, I'd like to do like a comedy show during a sex club uh, event, and uh, maybe we'll do it." Joe, would you <gasps> want to perform to a bunch of people fucking or about to fuck? About to fuck. I was it's usually before do- the fucking. Yeah. I was supposed to do that once for this. I had a guy managing my career for like a month mm-hmm. who was really like into that shit, him and his wife. And they had like a sex swing in their house and they were all into having like orgies and stuff. And they wanted me to do comedy at one of their events. And they would, 
they would like have these rooms like 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 these like escape room type things but like <laughs> like you could pay money to go in this room and then there was like a live stream at the sex club and i'm like what the fuck is going on it'd be hilarious to be the guy who's at the sex club that's married and not with his wife and he's faithful and i'm just walking around it would be like having all your clothes on walking around a, a new uh, beach you want to get roasted while you're fucking let's well, roast people's but genitals hey man your balls look like oscar the grouch got run over by a garbage truck you imagine? <laughs> no but seriously do you know how many patreon subscribers we have if you would go to a sex club with a hidden camera and then put that on our patreon page i don't I think there's two. any rules on patreon are there there's it's rules like about recording people against their consent no you can't even have phones in there uh, I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, we're not going to be invited back just from this episode. So maybe you guys could just record yourself walking no- towards it, and then recording yourselves afterwards, giving the lo- the lowdown of what happened, like freshly after it happened. I could probably get get audio recordings. Just keep uh, the mic going, the phone in my pocket. I don't know like what this o- conversation is going. <laughs> <laughs> You think we want to hear audio of the sex club? <laughs> Why is this guy standing so close to us? I just need to capture his balls slapping. I can't. I got to. I need to put a love. ASMR. Need to put a love under your left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. All right. But anyway, I'm fucking. I'm. I'm done. Not. So that's not all with, you wanted to share about the virtual reality. Guns? No, I wanted boxing game. I had some more. I there's this other game. I have like I'm nauseous right now. That's why I feel like shit, and that's why I feel like I just smoked way too much vape. Is because there's this game where you're playing like frisbee, but you can punch people in the face, <laughs> and uh, it's in like gravity. You have no gravity, so it's in 360 degrees. You're flying all over with little jets on your hands and your back. And it's how long fun- were you played? I probably played like an hour today at least um echo or something i don't fucking know it's free it's a free game though it's pretty cool but it's so disoriented disorienting going straight down and then going straight up and like turning around mid-air it's like being in space speaking of vr and sex gloves um we were supposed to go on a date with this woman and I invited her over to play VR and she never she never got back to me. How do you play VR? Just like he was describing, but we're gonna have a threesome and then do VR games. Oh, you would be all wearing goggles? We'll be no, fucking each other. Turns. No, yeah. I would be fucking Francesca and it would look like I would be fucking the other girl. Yeah. And then and then the other and then the other girl would look like a polar bear. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's throwing a frisbee to someone, and then um, <laughs> and then you punch her in the face. Andrew's uh, teabagging yeah. me, <laughs> and then yeah. teabagging. And then I just have the labbed nutsack on loop, and that's going on in the background. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I seriously want to know what a VR like party is. What is that? What is that? I, I mean, don't know. I was I was making it up, but she didn't oh, want to come. Oh, I thought so it was we, for real. That I mean, you could, I, I tried to make it real, but it didn't. It didn't come to fruition. But, but Joe, this is uh, the the comedy mic I'm gonna do. That place does shows, uh-huh. and they do them 
in person and in VR at the same time. So the guy on stage is wearing a VR headset and is performing in VR, but there's also a real audience that he can't that's, see. Oh, wow. wow. That's weird. Well, I told you I did a VR stand-up show at Gotham. Yeah. That they recorded it and then, you know, sold it to some VR company. But we were just regular in front of like a, an audience of 100 people. Yeah, but the, you didn't have a headset on. You weren't. No, no. I just got to see later afterwards. I go, what does that even look like? I want to see what that's going to look like in this VR world. And it was like bizarre. It was like a theater with tears and like all these people. I'm like, are they really going to be this? Are this many people going to be there? Because this thing it looks like we're in a thousand seat amphitheater. I did the Olympics VR. The NBC has an Olympics VR and you're like in a chalet, like a ski chalet. And you're like watching like it's alternating views from like the cameraman to the skiers to like people waiting to ski. And you're watching people go down the slopes. It's pretty cool. And you can look around. I, I almost feel like it's it's like when you watch too much porn, it like taints your real life. Like if you start doing virtual reality too much, it's going to fuck. I think it could put you into a depression because you can't you go to regular life and it's going to seem boring. I mean, it hasn't made me depressed yet, but I do have You've only had it for a day. That's <laughs> true. But I also do have moments where it feels like I'm still in VR and like shit's moving and I'm like, what? Yeah, like what if you accidentally punch a woman in the face on the subway because you just nah, forget? No. <laughs> VR definitely has like effects in real life though, because they've done studies on people who have like severe pain and um who have like trouble walking. And when they're in like doing like their physical therapy in the VR, it actually like helps them walk faster. Like it helps them re rehabilitate faster in real life. That's cool. It's really cool. So what's like the weirdest shit you'll see in a in a sex club? Is there ever some shit that's so weird? It's like <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, I saw this one guy stick a tampon in this other guy's ass. Uh, but the tampon Shut was up. coated in melted gummy bears. <laughs> see, people want to hear the real answer, though, Andrew. People are face fascinated with that's like a virtual reality world to us people that are married. Like I've I mean, never been there is, into a there is a disappointing home. amount of like straight sex happening from my taste. There was some gay sex. There's a lot of dude on dude sex, but too. I'm talking about like percentage wise. Yeah. Like uh, I was looking for like to flirt with women and every woman that I flirted with was like, I'm straight. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's the cover charge you get in here? Like a thousand dollars? Yeah, like eighty bucks, ninety bucks. Yeah, it's and you're and, fucking. And what do you get? Do you get a time limit? Do you have to leave after a certain? <laughs> it's not you a. You have to. You get tokens. You gotta. Yeah, put do you, do they put a bracelet on. <laughs> yeah, man. The big like dildos the cost. The big dildos cost more tokens. Exactly. Is, is there bars in there? Like drinking? there's a really nice. There's a really nice open bar. It's like 40 or 50 bucks for like top shelf liquor drinks all night. And are, can, can you do, are people doing drugs in there? Yeah. There's a lot of cocaine. A, a of surprising amount out. of, a, a surprising amount of cocaine too. Just out and going. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be so easy for like some cop to be a narc and be undercover and bust the whole thing. 
Oh shit! Don't give anyone ideas. Oh my gosh, this can you this imagine, sex club like, was gotta, in Minnesota, by the way. Minnesota. Can you imagine having a tampon out of <laughs> this, your. By ass the way, this the was cops a come in and break the whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had a tampon in my head a couple weeks ago. I went to yeah, the you did. I went to the dermatologist to drain this thing in the back of my head, and she stuck a string in the back of my head, like deep in the wound. And I just had like a bloody string hanging hanging out the back of my head, walking down yeah. the street. I went on on stage with it. It was terrible. But that's how you know you're not pregnant, you know. Mm, true. <laughs> Some I'm of us don't have that luxury. I'm still fascinated in the world. I have, I can think of so many questions that are popping into my head. All right, Joe, shoot. Give us all your sex club questions. Well, um, well, you said eighty bucks a person. Mm-hmm. You're you, you're the, you're in for the whole night. Like, do you have to have an invite to get in? You have to apply. Oh, they check you down. They and they pat you down and make sure you don't have two dicks. Well, how are yeah. they going to know like who has AIDS or what all that kind of shit? Like, could totally get it. Uh, you could totally get it. There's STD a there's a there's a guy. The, the the bouncer asks you really forcefully. He's like, "You got AIDS? You have to pee in a cup." Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, <it's> you're forced. <laughs> they make an announcement, ladies and gentlemen. If you have AIDS, you please leave. You see everybody fucking leaving us. You and your wife. <laughs> yeah, it's just the interrogation, man. There's a guy with a fucking. There's a guy with a pocket pussy. And he's like, there's a good cop, bad cop, right? And he lets you, the good cop lets you fuck the pussy, but the bad cop's like, I'm not giving you lube until you tell us if you have AIDS or not. (laughs) That was was something. That was something. I I, I think I'm the opposite of you guys. I'm like weird. Like, I've never liked an audience. Like, I've had a couple of times I've had some like, I've been with two girls two different times. And at the same time? At the same time, yeah. Mm. And then I remember once when I was r- really young, like like almost orgy-like, but it was like my one friend and his girlfriend, and like I could tell he was getting, like it turned him on mm-hmm. to have her do stuff mm-hmm. to us. And we were like, you know, we were like 19 at the time. And like, I was feeling so awkward and like, and my one friend was like being with the porn. He's like a porn star. So it was like hilarious. Like he was like mentally controlling this girl. And and I'm like, uh, and I remember my one friend had an orgasm so fast. It was hilarious. And then he went right to bed. That's why you got to do a lot of cocaine for these situations. Yeah. He went right to bed. And I (laughs) I went upstairs. (laughs) I I literally went upstairs and I go, dude, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we take advantage of this girl. And he goes, he goes, go ask her if she's all right with it. If she says, okay, then fool around with her. I was like, that's a good idea. So that's what I did. But I went back downstairs. I go, are you all right with this? Is this like a turn on? She's like, yeah. I was like, all right. And this was the origin of consent. It was like a this was a joke. The I told origin on. story of consent. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And, and is on like the a, and on the three millionth day, God said, "Let there be consent." <laughs> Let there be consent. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but Joe, yeah, we we did do we did do some stuff in front of people. I didn't come, but I didn't really Neither. like it to be. It was okay. It was like. It was weird because there was like, 
I I liked it better when there's like one wall where there was a bunch of beds and there was like a bunch of people fucking on the beds. And then when we were fooling around like alone on the other side of the room, I liked that better where I could kind of like check out these other couples fucking well, no one's watching us and we're just fooling around with each other. But there was one point where I had, I had my head backwards and I just looked across the room upside down and there was all these, so many people that weren't, that were still in their clothes, just watching. And it felt like when you like look over in your kitchen and there's like rats, like eyes, like you just see the eyes uh, watching you back. And I just like waved and then someone waved back at me and I was like, all right, we're just uh, being watched. There, and there were how all- many, pe- how many people are there like how like when you're is this like is there like a, a, a room with a hundred people all going to town or is it like t- five people 40 40 40 40 but like so people like, having sex at once i'd say there's probably like 15 dude yeah. this would be hilarious if you guys were like having sex and then you just stopped and started doing stand-up <laughs> It, I bet that's a better crowd than those open mics you go to. <laughs> Not while they're fucking on cocaine. Hell well, no. are they ever? Well, you said that they were watching you. Like, what if you're? They're all watching, and you guys just stop and then turn at them and start doing your act. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, just holding the magic wand as a mic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be a great clip. that could be audio you just hear the that would be great to cut to on the podcast in your hand (laughs) would you get in trouble for audio recording some of this shit probably how would they know consent you know consent baby you're not saying anybody's names and you're not no one's talking yeah i think it's just like people are like you know people go there because they're like this is private from my real serious life. Mm-hmm. And they get a little, people are a little tight up, tight about it. That sucks. Oh. This, would, this would be fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I think if, I think it's, yeah. Well, maybe if you had like, you hosted your own sex party, you can be like, guys, we're going to record this shit. You know? Oh, that's a good idea. Why don't you guys have one of your own? And then make everyone sign consent. Consent, like. Can we have it at your house? Like they're gonna be. Let's have it at the Cape Cod house. (laughs) (laughs) Is it hard to find people that are into this stuff to show up? I don't think so. We're in New York City. There's so many fucking freaks. Yeah. But wouldn't you be nervous to let those people come to your house? Uh, I mean, this is not at someone's house. This is at like a. The, oh. I'm asking you though, like if you tried to, is there a way you could do a controlled version of having one of these kind of parties? I mean, I think if, people go to these bigger parties to meet people mm-hmm. and then they make friends and then they're like, oh, I have my crew, my fucking crew. And then they're like, I'm going to host one of these in my, my crib. Right. They're like, why well, pay 80 bucks? We can save all that money. We're going to have one at our house next Buck for free. Yeah. And just bring <laughs> some, bring some cocaine and you get in. Yeah. yeah, I went to a thing called a uh, rope share where it's just a bunch of nerdy people tying each other up <laughs> with <and> nerds ropes <laughs> in lunch. Some of the, there were some like attractive people there too, but in lingerie and like, there was like also like a how to element where they teach you like certain knots and like stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it was, that was pretty cool. That was like real, like nerdy 
fun and like politically correct and like everyone's like you sit in a circle and everyone introduces themselves and like says something about themselves and their pronouns before the whole thing happens that was fun where where do you find these uh what was that what is that website fet life fet life joe do you ever do you ever regret your 19 year old self not like not doing this more, not being more open to this. Do you feel like there's a chance for you at this point in your life to like rekindle that flame? In what way? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know like mean. go to a sex club or like have a threesome or take it up the butt. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I did have a girl that I used to date way before I was married who did want to put a dildo in and like mount me. And I was like, uh, that's not happening. And she's like, why? I go, I'm not missing gay. Out. I don't really like that out. kind of stuff. And she goes, I'm a guy. I'm a girl. It doesn't make you gay. And I was like, I'm, I'm so I'm confused. I have a whole what? pleasure. It's a, we'll, we'll get you set up. <laughs> yeah uh so you don't no regrets no regrets no i don't no i almost regret i more regret the other way <laughs> doing ah. too much yeah i think i slept with way too many people hmm. i've said that before but i do you know but, your number do you guys know your numbers not off the top of my head no i don't it's a lot i just know it's a lot mine's not that either Mine's not that much. It's like probably in the teens, upper teens. Oh uh, yeah, M- mine's way more than that. <laughs> you lucky dog. I'm probably in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. A, I I do regret not having as much sex as I wanted to. Yeah, but you're gonna get plenty of sex still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just all right. To segue uh, out of this. Uh, this sexual world that uh, you guys you, you guys kind of brought me in in, in, in a way you brought me into it a little bit thank you for that uh, <laughs> I had a situation where I might uh, in a consensual way though right we brought you in what was that nothing <laughs> uh, so so, uh, so I may uh, be kind of diving into a, a, a different world that I haven't been in since I was younger with this club, this, this woman contacted me. She wanted me to do comedy. She had saw some of my stuff on social media. And then I saw how cool her place was. And I recognized it because I had been there before. I wanted to go there and meet her. Cause I'm like, this place could be awesome. If she wants to do some comedy in it. So I went and met her. She has this cool outdoor space that her husband's like a builder and he pimped it out and closed it in. He put a roof on this big outdoor area, but it's still considered outdoor for some reason, even though it's got a roof and has air conditioning and heating in it, it's considered outside. So you're allowed to smoke out there. Right. So she goes, uh, she goes, we wanted to do comedy on Thursday nights. We have a, uh, a chef that comes on Thursday and he makes, thc infused food and he puts it on the menu and sells it all and a lot of people come that are like into that and they're there and we wanted to do comedy shows on uh around that and i said well all right let's book some like themed kind of comedy shows so i i ended up 
I'm really telling this story terribly right now. I can feel it, but you know, when you could tell you're bombing, I just felt that, uh, but, uh, so I booked all these weed centric comedians, right? Cause she's telling me they can eat the THC infused food and they can smoke pot while they're out there. And I go, that's legal. She's like, yes. And I'm like, okay. And, uh, and then it hit me like after I had the whole meeting with her, cause I was like going to theme the shows, going to have weed comedians the first week, then all gay comedians the second week, because it's in the Chelsea area, which is a very gay area. I thought it would do well. Then the third week is St. Patty's day. I was going to book all these uh, Irish comedians. And then it hit me. I was like, it's near the comedy cellar, right? Like if you want to go see comedy, you're going to go to a comedy club. I'm like, you better do something at your restaurant. That's going to make people go see comedy there instead of going to the comedy cellar. One of the most famous comedy clubs in the world is 14 blocks away. And it hit me. I'm like, you should, we should do shows every week in that big room where you guys all smoke pot. Let's make it like a pot smoking show every week yeah. and let people freaking get wasted while they were um, but the only thing that scares me is i started doing some research and listening to some of these pot podcasts like this re- was it you who told me about to get this one guy who has this really funny pod podcast who? it's called weeding out the stoned oh i know that guy alex but i didn't tell you i know oh, him. so he's doing week one he's pretty funny i watched some of his clips i really liked his stuff yeah. And he has this podcast where everybody's high except one person and they do a live show and you got to, the audience has to figure out who the non-high person is. <laughs> I, I've, I've done it before. You've done it? Yeah. Is, Twi- is it fun? It's pretty fun. Yeah. Unless it's kind of not fun if you get voted off quickly because then you just went all the way to like do like two seconds on stage. Mm. Yeah. He told me that he, he might have me on the one in Philly because I told him I kind of have a little bit of a fan base down there. And in Philly at Helium, he's doing it on 420. Oh, nice. And he goes, you won't have to be one of the contestants. I'll have you be like someone who's, I guess he has like a a comedian there that can kind of like throw jabs in and make fun of people while it's going on. Nice. Yeah. That'll so be you fun. don't get voted out. <laughs> that'll be fun. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm waiting to hear back from the people at the restaurant because we had already been booking these theme shows. And I was like, do you think there are any comedians that won't want to come because everybody's get, getting high? That was my one question. And the other one was because Alex, Alex said this to me. He goes, high audiences aren't necessarily great. Like I always thought of you. I haven't smoked pot in so long that I always thought when you're high, you're just laughing and that would be great for comedy. but he was like, no, they get like, they get zoned out when they're high and they're not, yeah. they laugh more when they're drunk. Yeah. yeah. I, I perform to a completely stone audience and sometimes they're just like. Yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah. Your audio is a little fucked, Frankie. I know it's because my computer is doing too much. <laughs> oh God. It's fine. Uh, we got to start doing these podcasts at like maybe at like five at night for Andrew. He's too tired at nine thirty. Yeah. Well, I would have been fine if we started at eight, but yeah, oh, we had yeah, we had a lot of technical. You got to take Adderall before the podcast. Like, I, oh, that's another thing. Frank, he's making me take Adderall. 
the DADD. <laughs> yeah. I am recommending he see a doctor. Her audio's fucked, so she's not talking. <laughs> well, that's talking. been the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I really, I, I want to hear what you had to say about you going on Adderall. I mean, we'll talk about it next time uh, when when our audio isn't so fucked up. Yeah. Joe, do you want to plugs? Do plugs? <laughs> so anybody who wants to come? Uh, well, no, I'm gonna, all the plugs are pre-recorded. Okay, so I'm we'll, going to send you those. Um, right. But yeah, so come out to that show. That'll be that'll be fun. I guess the first ones is Thursday, March third. With all that, you're on that one, Andrew. Fuck yeah! Who else is on besides Alex? Alex, uh, uh, Rob Cantrell is on it. Okay, I think I, does, I know that. I guess he writes for uh, High Times and stuff. Cool. He's a big weed guy. Hell yeah! And uh, you, me, Rob. Alex and uh, Olga. Olga's on the show too. Nice. That'll be a great lineup. One female on the show. And then I'll put you on the gay show the following week. Sounds good. You and I will be the non-gay show, non-gay guys on the gay (laughs) show. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hetero flexible. I fucked a guy once. (laughs) I I count. That counts, kind of. That definitely counts. Yeah. You just heard it, folks. Andrew had fucked the guy before. We boy, there's so much to talk about on stage, Andrew, that you don't you don't bring up. I do bring it up. You just haven't seen me that many times. Uh, and and I'm sure Fra- I'm sure Francesca knows this. Oh yeah, that'd be funny if this is how she found out, and she can't talk, so it's she, fine. She can't talk. <laughs> She's totally on board with. Oh, it. she's taking my engagement ring off right now. She just threw it across the room. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Take it up your ass next time I see you. Weeding out the non-gay is the art. <laughs> <laughs> the art show. All right. Well, that's been Pretender to Contender. I mean, yeah, this was the craziest episode we've done of all time. Um, <laughs> listen for the plugs at the end here. Just come and see us live. Support us on Patreon. You'll hear all the plugs right after this. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Uh, or if you don't pay for it on uh, Patreon, yeah. you'll, you'll hear us next week. There's a lot of visuals in this one, though. So you, yeah. You're missing out. Oh, I just figured out my audio. Too late. All right. Here's our plugs for today. If you want to help out Andrew, just go subscribe to his YouTube channel or follow him on Instagram. His Instagram is at Andrew Steiner without the A at the beginning. It's just at N-D-R-E-W Steiner. Follow me on Instagram at the Joe Matarese. That's pretty easy. And my live dates. If you want to come and see me live uh, very soon, I am going to be playing in Miami, Miami, Florida, everybody, Miami, Florida, a couple weeks, February 18th, two shows at the Comedy Inn. Also, another Remember When show will be on the th- Mm, geez, I almost said it wrong. April 23rd at City Winery in Philadelphia. It's my first time there. I heard the place is amazing. City Winery in Philly. 
April 23rd. For tickets to all my shows, just go to joematterese.com.